Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. This podcast is the place to learn about healing, transformation, potential, and radiant living. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but please just call me Rachel. Thank you so much for listening and to learn about true healing from the inside out. This episode is brought to you by the Rev with Rachel affiliate, source code meditation and online education and meditation practice for awakening your higher brain and expressing your most radiant, authentic self. You can go to the show notes for the link to sign up for a free enlightening webinar with the creator, Dr. Michael Cotton. And I would love to stay connected with you. If you want updates about Rev with Rachel and living a Rev life, please go to www.drrachelw.com, enter your name and email address, and I will send you Rachel's Nine Happiness and Healing Essentials, which talks about my favorite healing tools. The link is in the show notes. Today's episode is called How to Create Your Someday Today with Christy Tersnick. Christy is a motivational speaker who shows people how to shine light on their shadows, understand that mindset is everything, and to show up as a powerful creator in their lives so they can create a life they don't need to escape from, where every day can feel like a day at the beach. She inspires and equips with practical tools and the desire to etch away rough edges and implement personal changes required to live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Christie's number one best-selling book, Mindset Magic, Using Scientific and Spiritual Principles to Create Your Life, has been endorsed by Michael Bernard Beckwith. She holds a master's degree in metaphysics, bachelor of science degrees in biology and metaphysics, and is an ordained minister, and a consulting hypnotist who has been helping people improve their lives for nearly two decades. Christie lives in Wisconsin with her husband, daughter, and four cats. Welcome to the show, Christy. It's so awesome to have you here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for our conversation this morning. Me too. I was excited to be introduced to you and and read your bio and look at your website and just, you know, your website is powerfulmind.com with a hyphen in there, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. (laughs) And just know there's, you know, I love people who are really teach that. And so I'm excited to share you with our listeners today. Oh, well, thank you. We have a lot of uh, good content coming for everyone. Yay. (laughs) And so let's start off. Um, I learned about you that you had healed a medical condition, and I would love for you to kind of share that personal story and your journey of how you, you know, became aware of how powerful your own mind was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So my journey with that really started um, back in childhood. And for much of my childhood, I didn't believe in myself. I thought that I really had nothing of value to offer and that it would be better if I just, you know, faded into the background, be seen and not heard. Um, And I literally took that message to heart and played the part that I thought that I was supposed to do, you know, making everyone else happy except for myself. And somewhere along the line, I lost my, my voice, I lost my power, and I really disconnected with who who it what who it is that I was. And then when I was 17, I was diagnosed with this heart condition that would really require me to um, feel like I was an old woman in a teenager's body, 
Like I, mm. I was very limited with what I was able to do. And at one point I had felt the overwhelming sense of, uh, of loss and sadness. And my life at that point had become unrecognizable. And, you know, I had that conversation with myself saying, how is this my life? You know, this is not the life that I wanted. And in that moment, I knew that unless I changed something, uh, that I would, you know, die a thousand spiritual deaths as I progressed through, uh, through my experience. And so I gave myself permission to start healing the emotions that were connected uh, and, you know, to the feelings that I had and suppressed for so long. And just like magic, as I started to heal those emotions, my heart condition healed. And it really did teach me a powerful lesson of how we are always listening to everything that we are thinking and saying to ourselves. And we are such powerful creators. If only we give ourselves permission to step into that full power, we can truly then understand what our potential is. Oh, very cool. And heal, heal our body like you did. That's amazing. And heal. Yes, absolutely. And, and the amazing thing is that every thought that we think has an immediate physical response within our bodies. So if we are thinking, you know, negative, um, sad and disempowering thoughts, our body is being put into that stressful uh you know, that stressful state. And it's literally hear, hearing everything that we're saying. And then conversely, on the other side, if we are thinking those positive thoughts about how we are able to accomplish everything, how, you know, we're full of energy and vitality and, you know, things are working out for us, then your body is also listening to that and responding and creating that physiology. So you can literally heal yourself based on what it is that you think. Yeah, I love that. And, and you know, like you were mentioning, that's what the research is showing that our our thoughts and the words we use directly affect like our immune system and our neural pathways. Like we can change our brain for the better by telling ourselves different things. Yeah, it, it's absolutely remarkable the power that we have within ourselves. And, you know, it's unfortunate that this is not something that we're taught as we grow up. So we tend to, you know, just settle for the life that we are are dealt without feeling like we have the ability to change or to shift our experiences, but we truly have all of that power. Mm-hmm. So yeah, tell me a little more about how mindset impacts what we experience. Sure. So it all really starts with belief. And, you know, we have been given one of the most amazing gifts and it's the ability to choose what to think, how to feel, how to behave, and ultimately the freedom to become the kind of people that we are meant to become. And the power of our mind makes that happen. And again, going into what it is that we are thinking and feeling and and believing about ourselves and our place in the world that really is going to be impacting our success or our failure in in life because mindset is really everything. Uh, you know, science uh, science is showing that about 90% of the thoughts that we think are repeated from the days and the months that we had previous. So only about 10% of our thoughts are new and evolving. So mm-hmm. it really requires us to look at what, what we're experiencing in our life and identify if we're happy with what we're experiencing. And if we're not, really having the courage to start to make some of those changes so that we can live that fulfilled life. Oh, I love that. That's been, a, a you know, over the last several years for me, you know, to take a look at what am I experiencing? Am I experiencing frustration because this insurance thing isn't working out the way I wanted to or whatever it is the 
um, frustration or overwhelm that's showing up and then starting to tell myself a new story, like a mantra that became so powerful for me was just simply life is so easy for me, you know, instead of, um, I think I perceive life as stressful and overwhelm and there's always a lot to do and, um, that really changed things for me. It made Absolutely. life lighter, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. And there is the, truly like there is energy behind the words and the thoughts that we're thinking. Like there is that energy behind all of that. And it's attracting those things that are meeting and matching that same expectation that you have within your mind. And you're, you know, literally blocking off everything that is out of alignment with those thoughts. Um, so it does feel lighter when you have that positive intention. Mm-hmm. And so now tell me where, as far as working as a hypnotist, where does that come into play with how you work with clients? Yeah, absolutely. So when I work with clients, a lot of times their self-sabotage starts to uh, become very present at a certain point. You know, so often we are allowing ourselves to make really great strides towards a goal that we have. And then for whatever reason, we start not doing the things that we know that we should be. Um, So the hypnosis helps by really going to that deepest parts of the mind and changing the way that someone is believing or thinking about themselves and how they're getting their needs met and then shifting those into more empowering beliefs and thoughts so that the same underlying need that they are uh, you know trying to accomplish is being met it's just in a way that now will be supportive of their ultimate goals oh very cool yeah yeah so it, and- it's a- it's a very helpful process, you know, and everyone has like that, that weird um, mystery around what hypnosis is. But, you know, I can guarantee you that even today you have already gone into several periods of hypnosis. Uh, you just don't call it that. You know, mm-hmm. if you think of the time when you're uh, really having the focused attention or concentration or that tunnel vision or when you're kind of zoned out, um, those are all different terminology. Um, and, and words for hypnosis. It's, you know, just that relaxed state of the mind. Okay. And, and then what, or how is like kind of the subconscious play into uh, with your work and what you're able to access? Mm-hmm. Yes, all of the um, your originating thoughts and beliefs come from the subconscious mind. So at one point in your life, you know, everything was very new. And over time, we started to understand and believe certain things about ourselves and how the world works. And so those beliefs became neurologically hardwired and uh, habitual within our minds. So the subconscious is really where all of your originating thoughts and feelings come from. So if you have a, you know, a conscious desire to make a change, but it is out of alignment with what you believe within your, you know, within your subconscious, you are going to be um, struggling quite a bit because there is that disconnect. And it won't take place easily until you are allowing yourself to really dive into what the underlying need is. Because behind every uh, behavior that we have, whether or not that ultimate behavior is benefiting us or not, there's always a beneficial uh, need that's being met. And it comes down to core human needs, such as, you know, the need to feel loved or to make an impact or to have variety or stimulation or safety, you know, things that are really good and that everyone wants. And at one point in our lives, those thoughts and and behaviors were beneficial. But as we grow, we often outgrow those beliefs and we need to update them. Um, But sometimes our subconscious gets a little bit left behind and doesn't understand why we're doing all of these things. So a little bit of uh, modification and deep, uh, you know, deep work needs to take place to make that happen. 
Oh yeah, that's so true. And you mentioned safety. Um, what would you, you know, say to someone who's feeling not safe in the world? Like they're experiencing, you know, they're watching the news or something. You're like, this is not a safe world or, you know, have those kinds of beliefs. How could, how could that shift for them? You know, that's a really great question. And um, there was a, a quote by uh, Mr. Rogers, actually, um, mm-hmm. and I don't remember it exactly, but uh, he had expressed the same concerns to his mom when he was little and, you know, started to watch the news and was getting very fearful when, you know, tragic events were happening. And his mom had told him to look for the helpers. You know, there's always going to be someone who is um, being very helpful. So it's a matter of what are you focusing on? You know, are you focusing on all of the stress and the turmoil? and the drama that's going on? Or are you looking for the opportunities that are examples of love, of helping, of compassion? Because those are also going to be present in that dynamic of, you know, whatever is going on. So when you have your focus on one particular thing, then your mind is literally not able to to hold the opposing belief. So if you're choosing to, you know, shift away from that belief that, you know, the world is very scary and that you're unsafe, um, then that's what you're you know, if if you're believing that, then that's what you're going to be finding. But if you're choosing to move into something where, you know, I'm very safe in the world. And even though there is chaos and disorder going on, there's also this goodness that's taking place. And Mm -hmm. it it really just helps your mind to focus on the things that you want to start to pay attention to. Very cool. And so how would someone, you know, start to identify about, you know, what thoughts am I thinking and where, how, how can I apply this, you know? How would they do that? Sure. A really good place to start is by tuning into your feelings. And your feelings can be like that marker of if your thoughts are um, helpful or if they're hurtful. So if you are feeling you know, very stressed, if you're feeling anxious or worried, or you know, like your, your body is just giving you the signals that something feels off then that's a really great indicator to look at what you're thinking. Um, because again, there's that immediate uh, you know, reaction. When you have that thought, there's immediate physical response. So it, it's really giving yourself that permission to, um, to understand what is taking place. And if you're feeling you know, peaceful and you're feeling joy and happiness, then take a look at uh, you know, what you're thinking or what you're experiencing, because that also is going to be that direct reflection. But feelings can really be um, a direct connection to what it is that you're thinking. Oh, very good. Cool. So one of the things I kind of see around, you know, there's lots of people who are in personal growth or, or, you know, interested that learning, trying to grow themselves, but it kind of seems like this shift. um, We talked about this before the show, the shift from this victim to Victor, where they're still kind of perceiving as things happening to them. Um, How, you know, how can you help people make that shift or what, what do they need to know to be able to kind of make that switch once and for all? Yeah, it's really just remembering that you are the person who is in charge of your thoughts. You know, no one else is inside of your mind, Um, you know, making sure that the thoughts that you're thinking are, are helpful and going to be moving you towards your your ultimate goals. So it's our responsibility to really make sure that what we're thinking and believing about ourselves is going to be moving us towards that direction. And then knowing that once our beliefs and our expectations are in alignment with what it is that we want, then the universe and nature is really going to be 
um, bringing those opportunities and experiences to us that are going to be meeting and matching that expectation because it's that energetic match. And then once we have those opportunities presented to us, then it becomes our responsibility again to start to take action and to you know say yes to those opportunities rather than you know hesitating or delaying. Saying yes, this is the thing that will help me to move one step closer to what it is that I want. Um, and it's really just knowing that you are co-creating your experience with the world and the world is, you know, it's working with you and it's working for you and it's not going to be judging, um, you know, the rightness or the wrongness of the thoughts. It's just going to say yes and bring those, uh, those things that are matching uh, to you. Mm-hmm. That was a really important shift that I made in my life. Um, I went to a workshop where this concept was talked about and I was able to see where, different circumstances in my life kind of triggered the same things within me. And so I was able to identify like those as my core wounds. And I would kind of keep experiencing the world the same way until I shifted that in myself. And that, I mean, that changed everything. Yes. Yeah. And even now in relationship, you know, with my husband to be able to, if I feel something in me, like a trigger or something, I'm able to identify that. And then I can communicate with him like this, this is just this trigger that I have. I don't know if it came from when I was a kid or whatever, (laughs) but this is just how I'm feeling. And we can just have a, you know, it takes the, um, you know, so he doesn't feel like I'm blaming him for how I'm feeling or reacting, but it's just, we can have a more peaceful conversation around around that absolutely and when you have that that awareness of that like you're you're really reclaiming your power you're saying that I'm not going to just be automatically reacting to this thing that may have you know gotten me upset or triggered me Um, but you're consciously choosing to investigate what this means and how to shift things so you're not repeating that cycle so you can make better choices yeah and you know I think it too it's important that people know that that is possible like we can heal those triggers and the hurt or, you know, the pain that we feel inside, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, the important thing to know too, is that as you heal, um, you know, you're always going to be having that experience. And so often people want to forget, you know, and, and not have that part of their life, but everything that we have experienced up until this moment has created the person that we have become. And it's really necessary to have experienced all of those things and to believe, um, have believed all of those things that we have believed because it's all part of our journey to get to our next greatest self, you know, that bigger version of ourselves that we're all, you know, on the process of becoming. So as you're healing those wounds, you know, start to embrace those as, um, as you, you know, welcome that your wholeness and know that it's, it's good and it's beautiful just as it is. Oh, I love that. Very cool. Thank you. Yeah, it just makes it more powerful. And again, it's returning the power to where it belongs in your hands. Mm, Yeah, that is very important. Was there a a turning point for you that you experienced that kind of shift from victim to victor? You know, I I have had several experiences like that throughout my life. um, And I didn't always, you know, understand what I, what, you know, when they were taking place, I didn't understand that those were like some of the awakening moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, there was another instance when I, you know, was um, doing all of the things that I thought that I should, you know, I, I went to college, I was in the 
you know, the job that I thought that I was supposed to have. And I was completely unsatisfied, you know, on every possible level, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, like it was just a bad fit. Mm. And, uh, you know, I had that awareness that I needed again to do something different. Otherwise, everything was going to be the same. Um, and so I started to have that a conversation with myself you know, saying, what can I do with, you know, mind-body connection? Because that was something that was uh, important to me and making itself known. And hypnosis popped into my head, um, mm. which was an odd thought for me. Um, <laughs> you know, like you usually don't think about that kind of thing. Yeah, it just um, was given to you. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. So what I realized is that because it was something that I wouldn't normally think, that there was something to that and that I needed to take action on that. So I started doing research on you know, what that could look like in my life. Um, and then two weeks later, I was taking my first hypnosis training. Oh, uh, cool. To understand all of this. So in that process, I really understood that all of the answers come from within. So if you have that ability to ask that question, you also have it the answer to that. Um, and reclaiming our power really comes from first honoring the message that, you know, that we're given and then also taking the action and reclaiming your power and doing something different that will move you to becoming that, that bigger version of yourself. Oh my gosh. Awesome. I love what you were, you mentioned, you know, all the answers are within us. Um, you know, for me, for a long time, I would, ask people looking for the answers outside of myself. And it is a really powerful place to be, to, to be able to trust and listen from within And to, like, you got that, you know, um, I don't know if you, it was a knowing or like a clear audience where you heard hypnosis or how you experienced that, but that we can get those answers from ourselves. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it, you know, it really comes in different forms for everyone. You know, sometimes it does come where it's like almost like that other person is saying something. Um, sometimes it's just that inner knowing, right? like that gut sensation saying, this is the thing that you need to pursue. And you don't know why, um, you know, you have thought of that or you're experiencing that. Um, but that's the way that, uh, you know, that we work in that our, our minds and bodies and spirit communicates with us is, you know, just those, those subtle messages, like those whispers that it's our job to start listening to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And it's, it makes life more fun and, and easy and light because for myself, I had so much doubt, like self-doubt and doubt about my next step and stuff and to just be able to let go and take each next step without having to really know everything of where I was headed. That was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. And it's so wonderful to, you know, to see the grace of everything like that unfold. And what's interesting also is that, like, as you're starting to trust yourself and your intuition, you know, that guidance, um, not everyone around you is going to be understanding what you're doing. You know, yeah. <laughs> there will be a lot of resistance to, like, what on earth are you talking about? Like, why are you doing this nonsense? And that's really where we need to make sure that we are centered within ourselves and trusting the, you know, the process, the information, and knowing that if we have that, that guidance, that it's there for a reason, that we're meant to, to fulfill that, um, you know, so it doesn't matter what's going on around you, just continue to tap into that peaceful place of you that knows what's best for you. Yeah. And so how, what kind of tools would you recommend for people who want to start, you know, connecting more deeply with themselves and be able to hear those messages and, you know, to become more clear and aware? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of what people can do is really uh, making conscious efforts to spend time with themselves, you know, unplugging and, and just getting away from everything that's going on around themselves and, you know, spending some time focusing inward. So for some people, that means meditation. You know, it could also be self-hypnosis or, you know, time spent in nature or, you know, just going for a walk. But whatever it is, it's just that opportunity to reconnect to yourself and, and check in and say, how am I doing? You know, am I happy with what's going on and what am I wanting for myself or how am I feeling? And the more that you're doing that, the easier it becomes to start to to really accept and, and appreciate all of the guidance that we are receiving in every moment of the day. And, you know, being able to to walk our life with that knowing and knowing that we are in that safe space and that everything will be fine and that the uh, you know the possibilities and the potential that we have before us is literally like limitless that we can do whatever it is that we want we just need to check in with ourselves and open ourselves to what may come mhm yeah and i think it's important for for everyone to know that we are all intuitive like we all can do that and hear that from within ourselves. We, you know, we don't always have to go try and find <laughs> find someone who's intuitive to get that. But um, we can all start practicing and learning to listen and trust that within ourselves. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. There's not one person that doesn't have it. Like it, it's just part of being human is having that ability to, you know, to have that guidance, to have that intuition. Yeah, One of the things that was really, I think, significant in my experience with my husband was to, to know that he has in his intuition too. And so when he's making a decision or a choice or something like that, like he's trusting that within himself too, you know? So then, I don't know, I think in some relationships we can, you know, think we know what they should do or, you know, put too much pressure on them and things, but to, to kind of let go and trust and, um, that can be really powerful in relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the, the people that we're choosing to surround ourselves with are, are really, you know, walking the path with us. So they're helping to, you know, be that mirror to reflect who it is that we are and how we're showing up. And we're doing the same for them. And if we can hold the space for them to be that bigger version of themselves and to hold that that bigger version for who it is that they're becoming, then we're really able to uplift not only ourselves, but those around us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and it is, it's really nice to be able to support people into um, asking them what they feel about it. You know, I've, I've experienced that for myself when instead of having someone tell me to do it, they'll ask me like, well, what do you feel or what's in your heart? And to hold that kind of space for people is really good. I guess, especially with my children, you know, I want to raise them in a way that they are listening to their inner guidance. And um, so it's, it's, you know, just overall been very transformative and powerful to be able to support people in that too. Absolutely. And knowing that there really is no wrong answer, like, you know, whatever it is that we choose, we're always going to be learning something from it. So there's always going to be something beneficial that we can take forward and, and, you know, have that grace of, of finding that silver lining and taking that gold with us. Even if it's not the best choice, it's always something that will help us to move forward. Oh, yeah, that's good to know. You mentioned earlier when um, you were talking about di- at different points, you kind of experienced these shifts and awareness around 
victim to victor, you know, during the year awakening. Can you just kind of expand on for the listeners? Um, I, you know, I find more and more people around me are kind of tuning into and aware of something's going on. And, um, you know, it, for a lot of people, it's about an, an awakening. And can you describe kind of what that is and what that might look like for people in their life? Sure. And awakening to me is really just when you know that there is something more uh, that that is taking place within life in general. Uh, you know, it's almost like a, a peek into some of those bigger life questions where you know that there is a, a grand meaning behind everything. And the awakening is knowing that you have this big purpose. You have this mission that you need to be um, accomplishing in your life in order to be that best version and allowing all of your skills and your abilities to really shine forward. Uh, So the awakening is recognizing that you may be off from living that and knowing that you are deeper than what it is that you may have allowed yourself to experience and that the more that you allow yourself to live your truth and to you know, fully embrace the wholeness of who it is that you are, the easier life becomes because you're taking off all of the masks and you're, you're really getting real with who it is that you are, what it is that you want for yourself, and starting to claim more of that personal responsibility of how you're showing up in the world and what it is that you are wanting to accomplish in your life and how you're going to be impacting those around you and, and the world at large. Um, so it's really just a, a connection to who it is that you truly are at your deepest self. And awake, kind of becoming aware of that and then living it, would you say? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Taking the steps to start to embrace more of that and, and living all of that, like you said, with, you know, with more integrity, with more authenticity and not feeling Um, you know, that you're not equipped to do all of that, but knowing that, again, like if you have that desire, like there's a purpose for that and you are the best person to bring that desire forward because you have that within you and, you know, taking the steps to live it. Oh yeah. So true. And I think, you know, as you, your example, you talked about, you, you kind of experienced a healing crisis, you know, in your body and that you know, initiated your awakening in a, in a way. Would you agree with that? I, I would, yes, because it's, you know, it opened my eyes to the potential that we all have within ourselves because, you know, the doctors for me were telling me that this was the situation that I was going to have for my life, that I would be on medication forever and that I had to modify how I was, uh, you know, experiencing life and, you know, performing various different actions. Um, and I knew intuitively that it didn't have to be that way. I knew that there was another option. And so I opened myself to understanding more of what that could be. And, you know, mind you, I was like 17. So I didn't have any idea like what I was doing. Really. Wow. I just knew that there was something that didn't feel right. Like it didn't feel um, true to, you know, to what I knew within myself. Um, and so I started poking around and trying to figure out, like, how can I you know, make my life better? What do I need to do? Um, and as I opened to those questions, like, it, it literally just started to become very visible for me what I needed to do, you know, just start to claim more of what I wanted. And, you know, the body would immediately respond. So, oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, in my early 20s, I was on some medications and the birth control pill. And I remember kind of having this awareness. And I guess that would kind of be like an awakening um, 
earlier on for me, but that I, I didn't want to be on medications. Like I wanted my body and my physiology to do what it was meant to do. And so I'm not saying or going and telling anyone here, you know, to go just drop all your medications and do that with your doctor and, and use your intuition too. And, um, but yeah, so I stopped taking the things that I was taking. I did not need them. And, um, and you know, I felt wonderful. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, like there, like you, like we were talking about earlier, there is that correlation between the mind and the body and sciences, you know, now starting to back that up. Um, but there is also a need for, you know, certain, um, medications and things like that until we fully understand how the mind works and how it's interplaying with the, you know, the body. So it's not necessarily that we are telling people who have an illness that they have, you know, they have willfully caused this within themselves. It's just that they need to understand that their thoughts have also created um, the situation that they are in. Um, And with that awakening, with that awareness, they are able to start to move their body and their minds towards better health, you know, towards a greater understanding of what their experience is and has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our, you know, our physical chemistry and physiology shifts too with our minds, you know, that's been shown in research with, the, you know, various body chemicals and things like that. And so um, what, what might've been something we needed at one time, you know, if we're healing and doing a lot of deep inner um, emotional work in our mind, it just may not be something we need later, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And, you know, there are a lot of examples, um, you know, like with my client work, I remember working with one woman in particular who came to me for um, weight loss. And uh, she had, uh, at one point, she had made the connection that when she was little, in order to be seen and heard, she uh, believed that she needed to be bigger. Um, so what her in her mind had heard was she needed to physically be bigger, which caused the, you know, the weight gain. Um, And once she had understood that connection that she no longer needed to be bigger in order to be seen and heard, then she was able to start to, you know, get her body into the kind of um, physiology that was her ideal body. Um, So, you know, it's, it's really just making those connections and understanding that our body is communicating with us in every moment, because if we're not always understanding what our mental mind is, yeah, you know, is telling us and sharing with us, um, then at some point the, the body is going to start banging on us, you know, to, to do whatever it needs to get our attention. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So tell me a little bit about your book, Mindset Magic. It sounds so awesome, the tagline, using scientific and spiritual principles to create your life. Yeah, oh, well, thank you for that. So the, the book was really a culmination of my need to understand how life worked, um, essentially. So it, it was prompted by the birth of my daughter, um, followed shortly by the death of my father. So mm-hmm. those um, two significant you know, life events had really put me on the path of needing to know the answers to life's big questions. And with my background in the science of biology, I had a really good understanding of how nature worked and how our minds work and things like that but I didn't understand how spirit and you know like what creates life what you know where do we go after we die and things like that I didn't understand all of those things and I knew that at some point my daughter would get to an age where she would start to ask me those questions of you know what is taking place so I really dove into an exploration of understanding those bigger questions and the book is the combination of 
what I have learned with, you know, how the science of spirituality are coming together and how we are able to create our experience um, by using what it is that we have within us and within, within our, our world in the universe. Um, so the beginning half of the book is really a, a understanding of how everything works. And then the second half is practical application with specific meditations for um, very specific topics, you know, like abundance or relaxation or focus or, you know, interconnection um, and various different things to be able to offer to people that way to connect with themselves on a deep level and know that they have that ability to shift and, and create the life that they want. So their life can feel good. So they can create and experience those miracles and magic that are possible for each and every one of us. Oh my gosh, I love that. It sounds amazing. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading it now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Yeah, and the feedback that I've had from it, you know, is that the book is very impactful and that it helps people to really remember um, what their their deeper self already knows. So it's gotten a lot of... um, good, you know, good results. Oh, perfect. Cool. Oh, Christy, this has been so fun. It has. (laughs) I love listening. You know, I could just listen to you talk about this all day and you know, everything you say, I'm just like, yep. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, and that's because you already know all of this, you know, like your deeper self that you intuitively know this, we just need to be reminded of it sometimes um because it feels so good you know it feels so natural it feels like well yes of course that's how it is yeah and we all have that you know it's like oh yeah you know thanks for that reminder (laughs) yeah (laughs) it always is a good reminder (laughs) absolutely so if any of our listeners would like to connect with you to learn more about your work or how you might be able to support them in their mind and life transformation or also to get your book how would you like for them to do that Oh, thank you. I would love for them to connect with me online on my website, which is powerful-mindmind.com. And, you know, for your audience, I'd love to give them three free meditations to really help to connect with the deepest parts of you, you know, to shift from chaos into a state of calm, to, uh, you know, to learn to trust yourself and the choices that you're making and, uh, you know, deepen that spiritual connection. So those can also be found on my website, um, so powerful-mind.com forward slash free meditation. Oh, thank you so much for that gift. That's awesome. I'm going to check those out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. let me know what you think. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm sure they're awesome. Oh my gosh. I'm looking forward to connecting with you more. So thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, it's my pleasure. You know, I, I feel like I'm talking with an old friend. So <laughs> yeah. Just a wonderful conversation. I know. And it's, we just met today, which is really fun. You know, someone that we mutually know, but not, we, neither of us know her really well, but connected us. And so this has been perfect because I, this is just the, uh, an awesome message about the mind that I would love to share with more people and have the listeners kind of put to practice in their lives. Absolutely. And it's one of those examples of, you know, that divine orchestration of, you know, taking place and then both of us saying yes to that opportunity of knowing that it's what we need to move forward. Yeah, I know. When I first started this podcast, sometimes I I wouldn't really know someone who I was interviewing and I'd go into it a little nervous just because I didn't fully trust the flow yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now it's like I can interview someone that I've just met and it's just perfect. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for what you do. You know, you're definitely helping to uplift so many people by, uh, you know, by offering this podcast and this platform, you're shifting a lot of lives. 
Yeah, thank you. Any like final thought you want to leave the, the listeners with today? Uh, you know, I would just remind everyone um, to remember that you're here with a purpose, you're here for a purpose, and that you matter, and that you are meant to uplift the world in your own special way. So the more that you can allow yourself to really embrace the fullness of who it is that you are, you can start to create that life where every day feels like that day at the beach, where it just feels so easy and natural, and you can start to see more of the magic and the miracles that are present in our lives. So. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Hey, listeners, my new book, Radiantly Free, Recreating Life and Health from the Radiance of You is now on Amazon. So chapter by chapter, this book will help you to free the mind, free the body, free the soul, free you, free others. I talk about intuition and our children and our potential. So my hope is that it speaks to your soul and helps you heal and become free from the inside out. And I have an app that will support you on your journey to inner healing and radiance. It's free to download. There's a meditation timer in there for stillness and silence. And you can also subscribe for more features. That includes my daily recreators, power words for retraining your mind, and get special push notifications from me with quotes and other messages for your healing journey. So for the links to download and subscribe to that, go to rachelapp.com. With that, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten, and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. This is the EWN Podcast Network.